0: It's there you'll find connection, and there where you'll find more peace, obedience, respect, and joy. So what are you waiting for? We know those behaviors aren't going to go away on their own. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Chaos to Connected podcast. I'm so glad that you are here and joining me. Today, I was originally going to plan on talking about crying, But since Tuesday's episode was rather long compared to my normal episode length and the topic of crying is one that I'm really passionate about and I think there's a lot to unpack, I decided that I'm going to save that for next week and instead we are going to walk through one of the ways that I continue to help myself overcome triggers while in the moment. And so the goal of this podcast and the information that I share is of course to help you understand your child's behavior and work through it in ways that focus on connection. But a big part of that is also helping to give you a different perspective of your child than we are generally given from society and lots of times other professionals or friends and family. And that is our child's actual experience. Um, Behavior is often about like what comes up for us and what we quote-unquote should do about it. But I really want to give you a deeper look into what it's like to be triggered through your own personal experience. So if you've listened before, you've probably heard me talk about what actually happens in our child's brain when they become triggered when they're disconnected. But here's a quick refresher in case you have never heard the podcast before or you don't remember what I've said about it. So when we're disconnected, the prefrontal cortex of our brain so the part that is right behind our forehead controls things like judgment problem solving and reasoning and when we're disconnected that part of the brain is offline so this means in the moments that our child is demonstrating difficult behavior like tantrums or aggression they actually can't retrieve information to help them through it like they can when they're calm and connected. So that's why reasoning and trying to explain things does not work in the moment and can honestly sometimes even trigger them more. So now I bet you hear me say that and think it makes sense, but maybe you've never actually applied it in a way that really makes it something concrete in your mind that you can reference and maybe you've never even realized how it's happening the same exact way to you. So I'm saying all of this because just a couple weeks ago I had this huge epiphany moment in the midst of being triggered myself. Now since working on managing my own triggers I have gotten much better in the moments of overwhelm and situations that used to be a huge catalyst for feelings for me but obviously we're never going to be perfect at this. Things are going to continue to trigger us No matter how good we get at figuring out what our triggers are, healing past hurts and traumas and emotions and feelings and all the things. So I've stated on another podcast and often remind myself in the moment about what my child is feeling and then I'll repeat things to myself to help kind of bring me back to the moment. So things like, he is overwhelmed. And I just keep repeating that to myself so I can really bring myself back to where he's at And that it's not really about me, um, but also reminding myself about what he's feeling based on what the behaviors he's exhibiting are. And um, I actually didn't write down what the episode was, but I will put it in the show notes in case you haven't heard it. I talk about a few different ways that I kind of bring myself back in moments of being triggered and when our our children are having large upsets. But I also want to guide you today in discovering and bringing to life exactly what your child is going through to help you, to help us gain some more empathy and understanding in those really difficult moments because it can be extremely hard. And when when this kind of information isn't at the forefront of our brains, it can be really hard to connect the dots. And so that's exactly what I want to do today. So first, I want you to think back to a time when you were triggered by your child's behavior. Or maybe it was something else. It doesn't necessarily have to be from your child's behavior. It could be environmental, situational, something that's going on. And what did you do after you were triggered? Were you yelling? Were you shaming? Were you sending your child to their room? Were you complaining? Were you slamming the door? What does that look like for you? And I want you to pause for a second and put yourself back there and think about what was going through your mind. Most likely, the only thing that you were thinking was how upset or frustrated you were. You couldn't actually figure out a calm way to handle the situation. And maybe then afterwards, after you finally were able to calm down, you felt guilty afterwards. So do you have that situation in mind? because we're going to unpack it a little bit more. <laughs> so guess what? You couldn't figure out how to handle it calmly because you haven't worked through your triggers and because of what is happening in your brain. It's gone offline too, just like I talked to you about, about our kids just a bit ago. And it no longer can really truly work through how to problem solve the situation because it's too frazzled. You can't access those higher level executive functioning skills. So, I wanted to give you an example from my own life. Maybe it will help you jog your memory in case you're like, I can't think of a time. (laughs) Or maybe it's been a little while and this could just be a good reminder for um, moving forward. So, a couple weeks ago, I was bringing my son to, I had to bring him to speech therapy. And I'm not sure exactly why, but a big trigger for me is running late. So, we were... Only about five minutes behind, or like we were going to be five minutes late to therapy, and that just like triggered me so much. And what happened then is I was rushing my kids around, I was, I wouldn't say yelling, but like, come on, what are you doing? You know, like going through that whole process, and I could feel my mind feeling really stressed and overwhelmed, and honestly, I could kind of think enough to say, like, what am I doing? It's five minutes. It's really not that big of a deal. But I still couldn't shift my mind and calm down. And I remember, like, we finally got in the car. I turned on the GPS. My phone was almost dead. And I could not for the life of me think of where I put my phone charger. I was rushing around the house. I was looking in the vehicles, could not find it. And there was a moment where I sat in the vehicle and I was looking at the GPS. And it said we were going to arrive like three minutes after the session started, which, whatever, it doesn't generally start till then, anyways. By the time other kids get dropped off and picked up, you know, the whole deal. And I was just like, what am I going to do? Like, my phone's going to die on the way. I need the GPS just like all these things. And I just couldn't figure out what to do about it. And I was like, whatever, we're just going to (laughs) go. And I finally eventually calmed down. You know, I was taking deep breaths, whatever, going through all the process. And we got back and guess what? I went in the kitchen and my phone charger was literally sitting right in front of my face. So I share that with you because... I knew that, like, I just knew in the moment, like, this is, this doesn't make any sense. I'm getting so worked up over this seemingly insignificant moment, but yet I couldn't stop myself, and it was this realization, like, wow, this is exactly what my kids are feeling like when they're dysregulated, when they're disconnected, when they're triggered, they like this is what is happening to them. They can't think like they should know XYZ or they should be able to do that. It's right there. But even for me, like I could not see the phone charger right in front of my face. And so I just wanted to share that with you today because I want to bring us back a little bit to realizing not just on paper what's going on in our child's brain, but actually understanding what's happening based on our own experience. So I want you to take some time today, this weekend, this week, and think about a time that you've been triggered or maybe the next time you get triggered. And once you come through it, think really hard about, reflect back on what it was like for you. Could you problem solve effectively? Were you reasoning appropriately? And how did that go for you? And then think about that in terms of your child and the things you experience and see when they are feeling triggered. And I just want to share this with you. It's not going to necessarily stop us from being triggered, but the goal is to help us gain a more empathetic and understanding view of what our child is going through in the hard moments because no one really talks about that. And just because they're having behaviors, often we want to manipulate them and change them. But what's really going on underneath? Because if we're in the same situation and somebody is trying to come at us about, you know, like arguing back with us when we're having a tough time, what's that going to turn into? it's going to turn into a bigger argument it's going to turn into a fight it's not going to be like oh okay i'm all better now you know and so i just think there's lots of benefit to just putting ourselves in our child's shoes but actually in our own shoes and really reflecting on what that looks like for us and then comparing what that looks like for our kids so that in future moments maybe we're not triggered by them maybe we're able to be calm And when they're having their big feelings, just reminding ourselves of what it's like for us to go through these triggering moments can help us continue to support them in those times when they're being triggered. So I hope that was a helpful perspective for you and I would really, really encourage you to take some time and reflect on that. So, that it can actually be of use to you in future situations. um, If you are really struggling with your child's behavior and you don't know what to do, I really want to encourage you to go in the show notes and click the link for the behavior blueprint coaching sessions and just look at what that's all about. My goal is to really help lay out a blueprint for you, exactly what it says, of what connection strategies you need to implement, how to implement them specific to your child, to you, to your home, to the situation, to the feelings that are under the surface that are causing that behavior that your child is communicating so that you can move forward. Because I know what it's like to feel like you have a chaotic home, to feel like you're always yelling, you're always punishing, you're always sending your child to your room, you're always feeling guilty because of yourself being triggered. And so I just really want to encourage you to check out these sessions so that you can bring more peace and calm and connection back into your home. With that, I will talk to you guys next week. Real quick before you go, if you felt encouraged and inspired by listening to this show, I'd love for you to leave a rating or review over at Apple Podcasts so we can spread the word to help other mamas feel less alone and find beauty in the behaviors.